going on? Welcome back to another Yes Sir Podcast. And today is some speaking and some wonderful listening. Man, I'm so excited about this one. Just because we need to talk more about things that are happening out there in the world. So you know what, man? There was some really heartbreaking uh, documentaries that I had watched a while back. And, of course, this was on YouTube. And while I was watching this, I realized that Back before the 1980s and even the 1990s, there were there was no way that we could track, uh, to you know children whatsoever, and so then this is why you know serial killers and a lot of different people existed because again once children ended up missing there was nothing else you can do. However, with tracking apps such as Find a Friend. When these started coming out, a lot of people started saying, oh, well, I'm not going to have any privacy. No, but the thing is, I need to know where you are at all times. So as as a as a of course, as a teacher, as someone who takes care of children, if I was a parent, of course, I don't have kids. But if I was a parent, I would literally put some kind of device where I know where my my child is at all times. Um, And this could be a backpack. This could be uh, I don't know how I would do it. But I would do it. And so with this tracking, with, with these track apps, a lot of people would say, oh, you know what? Is this is this good? What are the advantages and the disadvantages? Does this provide children with the, with the, the amount of freedom that they need? Or is this um, or is this considered a liability? Is this considered, you know, uh, d- you know, tracking your child's every move? You know, so I mean, me living in a country, and I remember back in 2014, I had taken the bus uh, from one side near Donmung Airport back to back up to my place. Now, remember, five years ago, this wasn't the best time to be living in Bangkok. There were still a lot of problems around here, like in terms of theft and abductions, child abductions. So I remember, of course, sorry about it. Yeah, I just literally just got an email. That's interesting. Oh, uh, Mac tutorials. I literally cleaned up my Mac like crazy yesterday. So excited about that. I got 70 gigs of free space. Anyways, let's keep on talking. So I remember there was a TV on this bus. Now, remember the buses are about 679,000 years old, but they put a TV in the bus. And you know what? It was heartbreaking to see how many children were missing. In addition to that, one of the teachers who I had worked with uh, a while back, she told me that she was walking outside of the market near her home, which was very close to a shopping plaza called Future Park. And she said she saw an unmarked, an unmarked white van about 10 meters from her stop, took a child, and put her into the back, and they drove off. Literally a daylight abduction, and no one says anything, no one sees anything, and they just forget about it. And what ends up happening is who knows where these children end up going, but a lot of these children end up beggars on the pedestrian bridges. And these bridges, of course, you know, you use to cross from one side to the other. And a lot of these children would be there um, and they would be begging for food and they're actually controlled by the mafia. So, I mean, do I think this is absolutely important? Absolutely. I remember I had two friends, right? One's name was Joy. She lives out there in Australia. And another one's friend, uh, another friend I had, his name was Rocky. And I remember it was fun because, you know, when we used that app, I'd be like, hey, I want to know where Rocky is. And Rocky would be at this house, uh, you know, in Las Vegas. I'm like, cool. You know, and it's funny because I'm like, oh, well, I know where Rocky is right now. That's really cool. 
with Joy. I'd be like, oh, Joy is deep in the forest in southeast Melbourne. That is awesome. You know what I mean? It's not the fact that I would check up on him at every given time four years ago. No, it was just the fact knowing where some of my best friends were at the time. That's really cool. But again, with children, could it be a problem? So what I have here today is not only this, of course, you guys can do some free writing with this, but I'm going to put on an audio. It's a radio program, and they're going to be talking about these teen tracking apps, okay? Maximum four words you can write for each question, one through ten. Now, for those of you who do not want to look at my blog, thearsenielbuckshow.com, what you can do is just listen to these, and you can, of course, write them down or just prepare yourself for what you might be listening for. Number one. In location apps, what do the dots represent? Number two, how can these apps analyze behavior? Number three, why do the app companies license the technology? Number four, according to the psychologists, what do these apps suggest to teenagers? Number five, what does she say to uh, what does she say teenagers need to do? Number six, when Steve has to pick up his children, what does the app do? Number seven, what is the general reason Steve installed the apps? Number eight, how do Steve's children feel about the apps? Number nine, which two groups of people can use the data form apps? And number 10, what should you do to protect your privacy? So it sounds like we're going to be talking about some interesting or this specific radio program will be speaking about some very interesting things so without further ado let's tune in many parents are turning to apps to monitor their teenagers activities both online and off these apps can provide access to social media profiles text messages and call logs some make it possible to track location showing where a person is at any given time they may help parents feel secure, but should safety come before privacy? First, let's talk to Haley Ward from Tech News. Haley, you've just written a report about location apps. How do they work? Hello. Well, basically, the user sees a map on their smartphone with dots which pinpoint the location of each family member. You can see them moving around. In some, we can see exactly what they're doing. Wait, what they're doing? <gasps> They don't have, like, spy cameras on them, do they? No, but I think we're on the verge of that. Mm. No, some apps can determine which shop or restaurant a person is in, uh. and they can analyze your behavior based on your past behavior. That's disturbing. How much do these apps cost? Well, most of them are free, and I think that's why so many people are downloading them these days. They make their money by charging for additional features— or by licensing the technology to other device makers. For example, a home security company could use one of these apps to see if all the family members have left the house. So there's a way of knowing if the house is empty? But we'll come back to the security issue in a moment. Uh, we have now Lena Khan on the line. Lena, you're a psychologist. In your opinion, are these apps a positive or a negative thing if you're following a teenager's movements and reading their text messages? Ugh. To be honest, I think there are pros and cons to it. I think there are some pros on the GPS part, and the cons are the trust issues. It can lead a teenager to become creative about hiding what they're doing. It's very easy, for example, to leave your phone somewhere, go off, and then pick it up again later. 
What about responsibility? Don't you think it's important for a teenager to learn to look after themselves? Absolutely. And that's one of the concerns that has been brought up. If a parent knows everything, that doesn't allow the young person the opportunity to make mistakes and to learn the consequences. We need to give our young people the freedom to make choices so that by the time they leave home, they'll have learnt what's right and what's wrong. Thanks, Lena. Uh, now we also have here with us Steve Fowler. Steve is a father of two teenagers. And Steve, I know you use these apps. Why did you decide to install them? Hi. Well, on the one hand, the location app is convenient. If I have to go and pick up the kids, I know where they are and how to get there. The app tells me the quickest route. Or if something happens, I can contact them. As far as online activity is concerned, I think we all know that kids don't always tell you what's going on. And with things like cyberbullying being so prevalent these days, I just wanted a safety precaution in case anything goes wrong. Do they see it as an invasion of privacy? Not at all. They know I'm monitoring them. I don't use it every day, but if something goes wrong or something bad happens, I know I can do something about it. Okay. Uh, I just want to bring Haley back in here because I'd like to talk a bit about the privacy issue. Haley, what concerns are there with that? Right. Well, I think the thing that most people aren't aware of is that because you're monitoring activity, that also makes it possible for companies to collect this information as well. Mm. That means they'll be collecting data, largely for marketing purposes, but it could also be the employees at the company who are working the apps. You don't know how this information will be used. Is that with just one app? Well, maybe one app isn't so significant, but with several apps and over time... Remember, by the time these kids are older, these companies will have been collecting data for several years. That's a lot of information about a potential consumer. Is there anything that can be done to avoid that? Yes, you need to check before you sign up. Anytime you install any sort of app, you really need to look carefully at the privacy policy of that app. Okay, well, that's good advice. Thanks to you all for talking to me today. Wow, so there's a lot to digest here. There are lots of excellent points, and you know what? The company one kind of scares me. I think it's completely unfair uh, for a company to track anything about their future employees. Now, yes, I understand that the likes of LinkedIn, uh, they would, you know, one of my friends, his name is Jackie, graduated from an international school here in Thailand, and yes, Google contacted him. And said, you know what? Yes, we would love for you to work out here, uh, Google Singapore. And, of course, they knew about all his information. Otherwise, they wouldn't have asked him to begin with. So, is that a good thing? Yes. But I also think it's a very, very bad thing. Especially, and you know what? And companies using comments against you that you said maybe years ago. Uh, I think that's just completely unfair. Now, let me give you an example. Uh, comedian Kevin Hart. Um, he was getting ready to do the Oscars now, and a troll, like I said in my last podcast, ended up going all the way back to what he had said maybe in 2006 or 2007, a comment in regards to the LGBT or, you know, the, the community, whereas they feel like they are being ostracized by the rest of the world. And 
Next thing you know, it got blown up and he dropped out of the Oscars. Now, to compare and to say what he said 12, 13 years ago to what he is today is completely unfair. So, I don't think that's good. But now, fast forwarding it to children. Location apps, I do believe that I am in favor of that because I want to know the location. And it's really good because if they could really pinpoint exactly where your child is, like to the absolute microscopic, like she's in front of the trash can at this place, that would be good for picking them up. Um, but I think uh, analyzing behavior and the text messages that I don't, I don't believe that that's really good. Yes, I understand that children will always be children. They'll be getting into a lot of crazy mess and, you know, parents should be able to like, you know, uh, you know, find out about what's going on. All those things. I get it. I understand that. But I think a child needs a certain and a degree of freedom. Now, if I believe that there's bullying happening, this is a this is a question that a parent should, you know, make very aware in the beginning stages because there now that there is social media and that there is YouTube, if a 10-year-old child is making YouTube videos and then some troll says, hey, you know what, kill yourself. I've heard this said on a podcast with Pat Flynn, who's an amazing uh, person, but his son received a comment like that. So how can a child protect themselves from such, uh, you know, from things like that. Also, um, you know, going to, you know, how these YouTubers end up committing suicide as one just has recently. Um, uh, I forgot his name, but he was a gamer on YouTube. And this guy, extremely charismatic, 29 years old, living in Brooklyn, and he ended up taking his life. Why? Because he said social media got the best of him and it's so this, it's so that, no. No, we have to stop pointing blame at different softwares and start pointing blame at who is the kid's parents. What are his goals? What's his core genius? Does he love doing this? What is he doing to make the world a better place? What is his purpose? You see what I mean? So cutting that out, going back to the main topic, again, these are great things that you should consider especially. Um, If you have kids, if you don't have kids, or, you know, future predictions which I'm going to be getting into how to speak about these in the next grammar. So, guys, with that being said, man, I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, we're going to have advanced grammar possibly coming out on Sunday. Uh, and tomorrow, oh, yeah, International Guest Speaker Day. Oh, we're getting back to Europe, and we're going to be in Europe for the next couple of, well, the next few weeks, as a matter of fact. So, guys, stay tuned for that. And if you guys love these, man, I'm so excited about everyone out there. Yes, your countries, and I will repeat that. Some of the folks who are following me, your countries will be debuting, and we're talking about these are high-level coaches who will be coming on to discuss a lot of different things. So, guys, stay tuned for more. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.